The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This hour is sponsored by There is a Season. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. Here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend. There is a season Welcome to There is a Season, the Bob and Gloria show, and the show that's all about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf. And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Thanks for being with us again this week. This is the place where we talk about the seasons of your life and strive to provide better understanding and insight in matters of health, caregiving, relationships, lifestyle changes, and more. Whether you're in your 30s, your 60s, or your 90s, each season you experience comes with its own set of experiences, challenges, knowledge, and maybe even some wisdom. Well, we'll talk about all of that here, always with the goal of providing you resources, insights, and inspiration to plan for a fulfilling future for yourself and your loved ones. You can enjoy and share a podcast of this program, of course, through our website, thereisaseasonshow.com, as well as on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app, and many other platforms. Just look for There is a Season and Today's Date. And, of course, we'd love to hear your feedback about this in any There is a Season program. We sure would. So just drop us a note at Bob and Gloria at thereisaseasonshow.com or when you visit our site, just fill out our handy form under the In Touch tab. And today we're particularly interested in hearing from you on this seasonal topic, and we've made it really easy to get in touch. We have. Our number in the studio today is 457-1290. That's 937-457-1290 from anywhere you're listening. We'd love to hear from you. So I, I don't know where you are, uh, Gloria, with regard to the whole introduction of Christmas music at this time of year. Are you a fan of hearing it on the air again? I'm a fan of hearing it on the air again, but not until the day after Thanksgiving. Okay, so the day after Thanksgiving. Well, we're on, we're on this side, we're on the, on the I guess, the near side of, uh, of Thanksgiving. Um, you know, and when you stop and think about it, cranking it up the day after Halloween or whenever it was. It was the day after uh, Halloween this year. Yeah, well, yeah, you effectively start the Christmas season for a lot of people. Uh, and it's now going to go on for really the next couple of months, which is one-sixth of the year. And that is certainly a lot of fa-la-la-la-la. Well, some folks love it, and I do too. Just not until the day after Thanksgiving, but... I can sure sense your enthusiasm, Bob. Well, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it's a little premature. Well, I'll tell you what kind of gets to me, and that's all the extra pre-Black Friday stuff. And I did say pre-Black Friday. That started yesterday. And believe it or not, and super duper early holiday sales and whatever. Good grief. I mean, I'm not against companies making a buck, but it just seems like it creates even more focus on the materialistic side of Christmas than what we've already had. Yeah, and there's there's been an argument that, um, I mean, even just from the financial side, all, there's been arguments here in the economy that all those early, super, pre-Black Friday deals really just kind of just pull sales forward for a lot of people. I mean, people spend money, but they don't have infinite amounts of money on hand. 
Uh, and it kind of robs Peter to pay Paul, pulling all that holiday shopping out of when it normally occurred. It's, it's a wonder that some stores aren't like ghost towns in the week or so right before Christmas, you know, because everything's bought. Well, the towns are all full of men because, Bob, that's when all the husbands do their last minute shopping. Hey, that's that's a spousist remark. I'm just going to let it go by. Just saying. Well, beyond the Christmas music, starting right after we get back from the beach and the can't miss it must be either online or out shopping at two in the morning sales. And I've never done that. I've never gone out at midnight at one o'clock for a sale, uh, even if it's been the last week of, you know, before Christmas. Well, beyond all of that, there are more and more folks who look at this whole 60 to 70 days or so and say, it's simply too much, too much shopping, too much eating, too much running around, too much spending, too much stress, and just too much of everything. I would agree. And it has been called the season of excess, a time of rampant consumption of all kinds, a time of busyness like no other, an endless social obligation that is leaving more and more people feeling burned out. Now, it's not to say that there aren't a, you know, a hearty group of uh, folks out there who, who just love to power through this next couple of months. I mean, sometimes you put on Christmas music for certain people and their face just lights up and, and they're able to do it uh, you know, for, for this whole period. They love that extended Christmas season. But uh, there are also many, many people who are starting to regret how life has gotten at this time of year in America. And they're wondering if there's a way to kind of get off this yearly runaway train. Yes, and a couple of authors have weighed in on this topic of excess um, at this time of year. Um, Joshua Becker um, and Catherine Martinko have both commented, um, and they, they both capture the sentiment um, in in our topic today of the season of excess, right? Yeah. So Joshua Becker writes, you know, Halloween, uh, it's a fun day. And it's, it's one that a lot of people look forward to. And he says when he was a kid, he loved trick-or-treating with his brother and sister, even if it was really cold out. You know, I think he was from South Dakota. Uh, but now uh, they host a party in their driveway on Halloween night for friends and kids. And they gather candy. Uh, and they give away candy for for the neighbor kids. And it's a fun holiday, and he enjoys it. But he points out that it marks the beginning of the longest season of excess in our country. He says he thinks of it this way. Halloween is followed by Thanksgiving, which is followed by Black Friday, which is followed by Cyber Monday, which is followed by Christmas, which is followed by New Year's Eve. And he says, no wonder everybody in the country decides on January 1st that they need to make changes in how they are living. Halloween through New Year's has just equaled 64 days of excess. So That's a long time. That's two months, like I said. Right. So some of the stats are just stunning. For Halloween, Americans spend $8.8 billion on candy, costumes, and decorations. That's this year. Now, that's $86 for every person who plans to actually celebrate, including $2.6 billion on candy. Now, mind you, this is for a one-day holiday. And a half a billion dollars, are you ready for this, on costumes for their pets. And somewhere (laughs) along the way, also inflatable Halloween decorations in our front yard 
have become a thing. I always wonder if there's been an uptick at uh, pediatric dentists' offices oh. following, you know, 30 yeah. to 60 days after after Halloween. I don't know if there's any correlation there. but Have you not, um, you, you don't get the little flyers in the mail or on the news that a many local dentists pay children oh, that's right. yeah. monetarily to bring in for every pound of candy they get, you know, a few dollars. Yes, I, rem- I remember that now. So, so we, we do this whole big circle. People go out to the store, they buy the bags of candy, they give them away. The kids are supposed to bring it back to the dentist. But, you know, $8.8 billion, it's more than the gross national product of, I'm sure, most of the countries in the world. So it's, uh, it is a lot of money being spent on that. Uh, and the pets thing, now... A half a billion dollars on costumes for pets. That's um, for for a holiday. We're not just talking like a winter jacket or anything to keep them warm. So that's a, that's pretty amazing too. Right. Thanksgiving is famous, Bob, for three things: family, football, and overeating. Now meals are important, and so is celebration at this time of year. Thanksgiving is a special day in our home with good food, meaningful traditions. So you know we don't want to say that we're disapproving of the holiday, and neither does. Joshua Becker. No, but. and it's but but we're on quite a roller coaster here. Once we get started here, once that Christmas music signals right after Halloween that that we're in the season, um, certain certain opportunities for excess certainly uh, come about. And you know we're going to talk more about Thanksgiving here in just a moment. But there are other things too. Um, what, what are a lot of other things that are purchased? Yeah. So it, this doesn't even begin to mention all the physical items that are purchased, right? Okay. So there's the single use. Plastic decorations and packaging, you know, and and plates and all that. The fast fashion clothing items that are, quote unquote, needed for a party. You know, we're in the the decade of the ugly sweater parties. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you look online, oh, there's thousands of them. So there's that. The gimmicky stocking stuffers and gag gifts. The cheap toys that break within a few days of receiving them. The gadgets and the appliances that are purchased on Black Friday or starting yesterday, just because of an irresistible deal. Yeah, and so so what some of these authors here, we have another one to share with you uh, in, in just a moment. What they're, what they're asking people to consider is how, the, how they're going to spend these next two months uh, to make decisions that they won't regret come January 1st. Now, some people won't have any regret at all. Uh, and I, th- I think there was a stat, I don't know if we've come across it here yet, but it was talking about what people spend for the holidays uh, and something like, um, oh, uh, here it is. 28% of holiday shoppers entered the season still paying off debt from last year's gift shopping. So it's, regardless of what you're going to plan to spend this year for the holiday, if, if you want to have any thought at all about this notion of excess, just think about that alone. If you're still carrying over debt from the previous year um, of spending, you know, there could be some issue here uh, with, with your finances in general, or there could just be some issues with regard to what happens in this holiday season. And we'll talk more about that in just a moment. Hey, as you heard on this program before, Medicare Planning of Dayton is the region's resource center for all things Medicare. You can contact the team at Medicare Planning of Dayton for a no-cost-to consultation. And that's true. Uh, th- th- there's no there's no upfront costs about anything. All of the, the counselors at Medicare Planning of Dayton are, are paid on the back end by the companies, obviously, that they represent uh, to you or, or the, the companies that you select for your program. So there's no upfront cost for a consultation. And they're really not particularly biased one way or the other. They want to get the plan that works for you. They've got the experience. They've got the right approach. 
You've been hearing about them uh, for a number of years here on this show. And, uh, you know, we certainly want to steer you in the right direction. That's where we recommend you call. They'll listen to you and your needs, and they'll help you identify the right Medicare plan for you. It starts with a call, really easy number, 504-9999. That's 504-9999. Or you can find them at MedicarePlanningOfDayton.com. And please tell them Bob and Gloria sent you. When we return, we'll talk more about this season of excess and why. Not because we're killjoys. We love the season of Christmas here. But we are thinking that we could have more of certain things and a lot less of others. And what do you think? Has this period of year, this eight weeks or so, become more and more stressful for you? What would you change about it if you could? 457-1290. That's 937-457-1290 to share your thoughts when we come back. You're listening to There is a Season on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob Wolf, And I'm Gloria Shanahan. 457-1290 if you'd like to share your thoughts or have a question or comment about our topic today. So do you think we're being party poopers? Do you think we're just being killjoys here? Should we just let the Christmas music fly? Just let it be, you know? Or shop till we drop or go to all, every social event that comes up and every invitation we get. Uh, should we be fussing over presents and what we're going to do on the big day and, and act like there's no January? Just live out these 60 days uh, the, way are, the, the way they are, you well. know? And, and should we eat ourselves into a food coma only <laughs> to be filled with guilt right after the new year? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, by that time, you won't have to worry about eating because you'll have no money left. No, but I'll, I'll just still be living off of all the calories that I consumed. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like a, it's like a bear fattening up for the for the winter and the, and the hybrid. And not, not you. I'm not saying you're fat like a bear. I'm just saying the average person. Are you uh, saying the average person is fat like a bear? Uh, well, you know, they, there's a certain uh, seasonal pelt I think people put on pelt. when they're when they're <laughs> when they're eating the Thanksgiving meal and when they're snacking at, at, at the office and so forth. I've never and, heard of it that way. Well, just you know, it kind of warms you up for the season. You actually have a stat, I think. Um, about I do, this. I do. So the average American consumes four thousand five hundred calories in a single day, which, in case people aren't counting calories out there is almost twice the recommended daily not, intake. Not any single day, right? We're talking uh, about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Right, right day. exactly. Yes. Almost twice the recommended daily intake. So, you know, it's kind of easy well, to see and, how this season contributes and, and notice, to excess. Look at that stat. It says when the average American, okay? Now, there was no, no delineating whether that was male or female. So I have a hard time believing a lot of women would eat 4,500 calories. And so, you also probably have a hard time believing that you only take in 4,500 oh, calories. Oh, I'm, I'm much lower than that. Much, much lower. So you're below average. Way below average on the eating for Thanksgiving, as, as my family will attest. But, right. But nevertheless, if that's the average for Americans and the women are on the low end of that, what are the guys packing away? Well, that's day? what I'm saying. Not uh, not me, but other oh. guys. What are because I'm taking the high no, road. No, not not. The yet. other guys are probably pushing six thousand, seven thousand calories uh, on that day, and it's no wonder there's a food coma. So you really yeah. could live off the calories for at least four or five days. You probably could with the yeah. recommended daily intake of calories. If that ain't excess, I don't know what it is. Some people might call it gluttony, but uh, let's let's not go down that road. I mean, what do you think here? Is this the season of excess? 
or are things just fine? You know, I mean, some people love the Christmas music. Some people don't. Some people love shopping until they drop and every last special new way we can call this pre, pre, pre-Black Friday. What do you think? Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety uh, to join that conversation. We're kind of hopscotching back and forth here over a couple of articles from Joshua Becker and Catherine Martenko, Martinko. Uh, and uh, if you'd like to weigh in on that, feel free. Yeah, they're they're pointing to the beware of the season of excess. That's our theme today, right? Yeah. So four five seven twelve ninety did join in our conversation today, wherever you are, or if you're listening online somewhere around the country, give us a call four five seven twelve ninety twelve ninety. So uh, the they talk about how Thanksgiving now uh, gives way to Black Friday, with some stores choosing to open on Thanksgiving Day. And Black Friday gives way to Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, and Giving Tuesday. That's the guilt day, the Giving Tuesday, (laughs) because you've done everything for yourself. And then you think, well, I got a little left to give. I mean, and giving is awesome, right? But why does that come after all the self, the shopping? You see, Well, and... and and, uh, you know, somebody's now going to have to come up with something for Wednesday because marketers are that way. They already have. It started this week, the pre-Black Friday. Pre-Black it's, Friday on Wednesday. No, pre-Black Friday several weeks before Black Friday. But was it a Friday or was it a Wednesday? Yes. All I know is last night at midnight, pre-Black Friday, weeks before Black Friday, oh started gosh. in many stores. Oh, my gosh. I'm not kidding. <clears throat> Yesterday. Well, we'll be right back with more on this topic right after the news. <laughs> Are you just thrilled with the extended holiday season? Are you at the point where you're thinking you can't fight City Hall, you just got to go with the flow? Or are you thinking you might have more Christmas success with less excess? You like that, huh? Well, that was good. Four five seven twelve ninety to join the conversation when we continue. You are listening to There Is a Season on twelve ninety and ninety five seven WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to There is a Season with Bob and Gloria, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf. And I'm Gloria Shanahan. And thank you for joining us again today. 457-1290 is the number today to call us if you'd like to join the conversation. Um, you know, and, and weigh in on this whole topic of, of whether we're, uh, we're jumping the gun or not, or whether we think... Uh, you know, 60 days or whatever it ends up being, 64 days is, is enough or too little or, or what with regard to the holidays. Let's welcome Bernie to the conversation. Bernie, how are you doing today? I'm doing real well, Bob. And uh, what I've done for this year is what I usually do is I made Christmas cards and uh, I, and we had a girl come in to, to help us make Christmas cards a couple days ago, a few days ago. And I'm going to give those out, and as far as the eating and everything, uh, I eat one serving of everything, including all the carbohydrates, and if I'm still hungry, I eat more protein and load up on vegetables. Well, that's very specific. I, my, my reason at Thanksgiving is I don't want anybody, especially if it's been kind of potluck style, I don't want anybody being offended, so I have to sample every dish. I don't mean everyone else's dish. I mean, what's up on the stove, you know? What well, everybody made. What everybody made, right? I don't want anybody feeling like I've turned my nose up at things. No, no, no I, I don't turn my nose up at, <laughs> at anything either. But the other thing is that on Thanksgiving and Christmas, I do that same thing as far as uh, taking care of my appetite 
And as far as desserts go, I decide what I would like the best and settle for that. And also, there's about three or four of us in our group for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, after the meal, we will go out and walk for half an hour at a brisk pace. So you're all over the diet part of this. You're not going to get that 4,500 calories, are you? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, well, pro- you'll, probably, you'll, probably not. But you'll burn it off one way or the other. The, yeah. But you enjoy, it, but you're conscious of what you're enjoying, and then you walk. Yeah, yeah. We walk, and uh, unless, of course, there's snow and ice on the ground, and then we don't go. Right. right. Uh, what What's your general feeling, though, about this whole uh, holiday? Is there is there too much made of it, or is you know, do you think we have it right here? Is it? I know? think there's. Uh, I think in a way there's too much made of it, and you know people put pressure on themselves when it may not really be necessary. You know, get together and have fun and everything, but there's there may be no need to make a big deal out of it. Do you think yeah. it's become more materialistic than anything and, else, and, and commercialized and I know there's another radio station that started playing Christmas music the first of November. Yeah. And that's too much for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, you, we'll we'll mark you on that side of the column. Appreciate okay, the call, thanks, Bernie. Bob. Take care. You too. Bye. Yeah. You know, I was I was thinking as we were we were uh, going through some of this. Uh, you, you know, you could just say to each his or her own, right? If if you want to celebrate Christmas in July, you remember those ads. I can remember some furniture stores That's or car dealers early. or whatever. Well, I mean, but it used to be like a thing, Christmas in July. It, it's, it, it basically says, buy a car now in July, right, because right. at Christmas you'll go crazy and yes. do crazy things. So so if, if you want to do that, then have at it. Uh, but I mean, as, as far as buying of stuff goes, we've got Amazon, you know, the great Santa online. So it's, you know, Santa's available 24-7, 365. And so the getting the acquisition of stuff, I mean, yes, you'll save another 30 or 40% if you do it on Black Friday or Cyber Monday or Giving Tuesday or whatever it is, Wednesday. But, you know, I guess what we're getting to here is if there were some things you could do differently, maybe to lower your stress or get more meaning from Christmas, what would they be? You know, what, to, what are some things you could yeah, do? To focus on the, the important things for your own self. Now, in addition to acquiring and stuffing your what are your pie holes? Is that what we call it? <laughs> Feeding your face. Uh, what else is going on now that causes stress for people? Well, the calendar is always full of scheduled events, whether it be work parties, church parties, um, you know, end of year dance recitals or band performances. There's always all the different separate or, you know, inclusive family gatherings and community events, right? Your billfolds are open wide and often and Believe it or not, 50% of holiday shoppers either overspend their holiday budget or do not set one at all. And 28% of holiday shoppers enter the season still paying off debt. Are you ready for this? From last year's gift giving season. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, with everything starting so much earlier, like now, earlier you were mentioning uh, that, you know, you're, you're surprised that the places aren't ghost towns. Part of that whole music thing, you know if you might already have all your gifts, like by the day after Thanksgiving, it's very hard to not feel like you should still go out and get in the spirit of shopping. And that's, I think, why people overspend. Yeah. And you may add, you start adding uh, additional things to uh, the individual piles for people, or maybe you start adding people to the list that you should buy for. Right. And the thing is with Christmas, then you ha- you have the big Christmas day. And I think for a lot of people, there's this 
deflation that occurs on the 26th or something like that. Uh, and then we, we try to you know gin it up again. We gather again to celebrate the start of New Year. A lot of people do. Um, or sometimes, you know, there's there's some reason to get together and, and kick off the new year with some festivities. So and this year it'll more. be a new decade. Uh, yes. So there's yes. another reason to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, we need one. <laughs> you eat more, you drink more, you start attending more parties, you stay up later than you should. When it's all said and done on January 1st, we'll stand on the scale, open our credit card statement, or take one look around the house and realize that we've done it again. You know, we, we got here again. And so that's when all the resolutions start, right? Lose weight, get out of debt, organize the house. You got to get rid of last year's or the previous year's junk to accommodate the new stuff, right? Uh, and, and then you start wondering, did I overdo it, right? So it's it's that's why we're raising this whole question: um, Is this a season of extended excess, uh, and do we feel the need to change? Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. If you'd like to weigh in on that, now. There are, as we were saying, a couple of articles we've gone back and forth on here today, and there are some things that people have suggested you could do to maybe have a different perspective about this. And what are some of those? Well, I like this one. I think this is a creative idea. Start by recognizing a buy nothing day. I haven't heard of one impossible. of those yet. Not impossible. <laughs> but so in place of Black Friday, don't even go shopping. Stay home instead. Maybe put up your decorations, go for a hike, and then do the same on Cyber Monday. Refuse to contribute to the rampant consumerism. Ask yourself, do we really need all of this? It's always nice to buy gifts, but... Well, I thought people were doing their civic, you know, it's all about civic pride, keeping the economy propped up, right? Just <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, going out and spending to, to keep the country strong. No, that's, that's ridiculous. This Christmas, another thing you could do is wear clothing that's already in your wardrobe. Or if you must buy something, you know, stick to, you know, lower cost items or even go to the thrift stores. A lot of people go to thrift stores nowadays and find some really amazing deals. Um, talk to your family about paring down the gift giving. Oh, boy. <laughs> and that might not go over oh. so well, right? Draw <laughs> On everybody's names. list except mine. <laughs> well... Bob, <laughs> the things I, I never thought about you. No, draw names, give gifts only to kids. We get to a point where we don't need a lot of stuff. Or mandate that all must be homemade or maybe do a white elephant, which is all about really fun rather than the gift itself. Focus on gathering with friends and family, but not all about having to exchange stuff that is handed to someone because they gave you a list. Reconsider whether or not to send out a Christmas card. That one I have. I, I like Christmas cards and all the costs and waste associated with that. I don't know if I can say there's a lot of waste with that if you write a nice note. And I like to hear from people, but everyone's got their thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, not everybody goes out for uh, New Year's certainly, uh, but but some people decide that New Year's is another opportunity to have a a big blowout bash or a big party or to kind of continue um, continue the season of excess, as it were. And, and the thing is, that you go out for New Year's, it can be expensive, right? You, you might end up buying a new outfit. Well, guys don't use that term. But you might uh, you know, have a new dress, especially for, for New Year's. If you got young kids, uh, you're, you're looking at maybe what, what the cost of having to hire a sitter so you can go out here till midnight or whatever. So one of the suggestions is host a family-friendly event or a, a, a small local thing that you can do with perhaps your closest friends. Uh, and maybe celebrate during the day instead of the night, instead of going out. You know, a lot of people don't even want to stay up that late. 
I know some people who are nodding off at, well, <laughs> because they usually night off, not off at 9.30, and they can't stay up, uh, you know, to, to the midnight thing, uh, to the ball drops and all that. So you could do skating. You could do bowling. You could do a bonfire. You could do camping out. There's other weird things you can do instead of the, the typical stay up and go to a party. What else? Yeah, I'm thinking about camping out when it's 20-some degrees. Well, well, I think that's going to be my suggestion listen, people this listen to this, camping you know, out. in other parts of the I'm country teasing, where I'm yeah. sure it's toasty. <laughs> Camp out in Florida. <laughs> that one did just jump here. out at me, yeah. Uh, obviously, eat less, drink less, and sleep more, right? It's entirely possible, it really is, to enjoy this holiday season without pushing your body to the limit. And your bank account might thank you if you buy less, you know, alcohol, meat, cheeses, <laughs> desserts. I don't know, right? Yes, yes. Now they're... And that's just a few, but we've got a lot more. And if you want to contribute, oh, if you, give us a call here. We're going to go through some of these fairly quickly because we'd like to throw a lot your way. And whatever we can't cover, we'll, we'll point you to here at the end of the show. Um, now, here's just, a, just something to do kind of mentally when you're thinking about the holidays. Prioritize, right? Put things in categories and say, what do you love most about the holidays and what do you despise? A lot of people that's, don't do that. They just feel compelled to kind of say, I'm doing it all. Yeah, or, that's a good place to start. I'm going to be led to do everything because I was invited or because I should do this or because I saw that ad or just prioritize. What do you want to get out of the holidays and what would you like to start removing? You can put it on a sheet of paper if you have to. What you love, what you hate, fold the sheet in half with the love side showing and focus right. on that stuff and forget the rest of it. Right. Now, this is something that I kind of like to do. I am a pen and paper person. So even if you're not, you know, a pen and paper person, you can just freestyle your vision of the perfect holiday season, much to what Bob just said. Jot down things and ideas that you'd like to see happen. And, you know, when you put things on paper, your thoughts into words, and you write them down, it can be easier to stay focused and turn those ideas into reality. Sometimes the holiday season and all the things we want to do kind of slip away um, because we haven't planned a little bit or, or, or wrote things down that, hey, remember last year we wanted to go do this together as a family, but we never got around to it. And, uh, you know. Yeah, another thing you can do here is, and people think of this word, and they always think of it in negative terms, but budget for the holiday, Right. You know, the, the whole idea behind a budget is that you're offering yourself some kind of plan or some kind of control. And people might say, well, gee, that's going to take the fun out of things if I have to work up against a limit. But here's the flip side. On the other side, when you haven't spent too much, when you haven't had that excess, you're going to feel a lot better. In January and February. Right, right. right. So you're just you're just swapping one feeling for the other. And to, do, to, to set any kind of a budget, and even a 5% fudge factor if you have to, gives you the opportunity to have some control over your holidays. Right. You can shrink your gift list, you know, free up some financial means by shrinking that list. You'll have the extra perk of not having to shop till you drop to cover everyone on the list. Exchange names with adult family members and spend more on the kids. Tell coworkers and friends you'd rather opt out of gift giving this year so you can focus maybe more on your family. Um, another thing is to say maybe instead of the gifts, uh, gift a memory, gift something to do with people instead of the actual materialistic. I like gift. that. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one too. Well, I, I, we, we tend to orient our lives around the date on the calendar and so forth, but you can do things like gathering in those, 
I hate to call them this because, you know, but they're the dead months of winter, January and February. Sometimes you can't cram everything into this 50 or 60 days. Why not get together with people a couple of days after Christmas or a couple of weeks after Christmas? Right. If you feel you're going to get together and that's of value to you, don't have to add stress by jamming it in before the Christmas holiday. Right. So, and that kind of goes along with this next idea, which would be to select a central location, you know. Because Bob is right on, you know, gosh, you're running all around. It's sometimes nice to keep Christmas a little quieter. So for large families especially, you can spend the entire holiday season in the car going from house to house, visiting extended family and friends. So you could opt to go to just one or two places or make plans to meet as many people as possible in one central location and or on a different date before Christmas or after in those dead months, like Bob said. When we come back, we're going to talk more about this. We're going to tell you where you can obtain a a list of these ideas and kick them around with your family, maybe, and your friends and decide what makes sense for you. And we'll also tell you uh, about a, a number of programs coming up here in the next several weeks. And we've got some other final thoughts for you when we return. You are listening to There is a Season on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. And I'm Gloria. We've been talking today about uh, the the season of excess. We have a few more thoughts on that today, but I also want to point your attention here to what we've got coming up here in the next several weeks here. We're going to talk about why some Americans don't have enough in their retirements. A lot of people don't have enough in their retirement. And what are some steps you can take today to change that? Some planning you can do. We're not a mutual fund store. We're not talking about all that kind of stuff here. We're not, we're not getting into the financial stuff at that level, but there are some things you can do. Also, is there a cold civil war going on in the country? Are people lining up and taking sides, not just about elections and so forth, but about their ways of thinking about our rights and responsibilities as a country. Plus, all kinds of apps on your kids' phones. What do they do? Do you even know what they are? Are they what they say they are? So all of that is coming up here in the next several weeks. We've been talking today about some ways you can change up maybe what you do in this season. And uh, we've got a few more for you here just before we leave. Another thing that you can do is you can freeze your holiday menu. If you're hosting the big family dinner, start preparing the meal early. Make what you can in advance and freeze it. That way, you won't spend the entire day cooking and cleaning when you could be sitting down with your family. That's a good idea. Another one would be to adopt old school traditions. Take some time to consider how your own child was maybe during the holidays. It likely wasn't filled with the hustle and bustle and materialism that has become the focus these days. So take some time for a little reflection One of them is to stand firm on no. This is a hard thing for people to do this time of year. You can overcommit yourself really easily during the holidays, and it can make it very unpleasant for you, even though you kind of want to say yes to everybody and everything that's out there. Learn to be able to say no and be able to stick with that and be okay. And later on, if you want to still connect with somebody or do some other activity, that opportunity should present itself. This is something we can do every day, but reach out by phone if you're not going to see somebody. Think about when was the last time you had an honest-to-goodness phone chat with close friends or long-distance relatives. Take some time to sit with a cup of hot chocolate or tea and reach out to those you love by phone 
rather than an email or a text. And there's a lot more uh, of these, more than we have time for here in today's show. But where can people get get this article? The title of the article is 25 Ways to Slow Down and Actually Appreciate the Holidays. And it's written by Tisha Tolar, T-O-L-A-R. And you can find it at wisebread.com. How cool. How cool. So get started on that. And be sure to check out our website and give your feedback about this show and other podcasts we've done. It's all organized out there for you. You can check it out by topic and by date. And, of course, hear some of this information again and share it with other people. And where is that website? Just visit thereisaseasonshow.com. Thereisaseasonshow.com. And that'll do it for us today. Remember, dear friends, seek grace in every step. And never regret growing older. It is a privilege denied to many. We're here for each other, and we're here for you. For my dear friend and co-host, Gloria Shanahan, our producer, and everyone who makes this show possible, thank you for your time, attention, and interest in what we do here. We'll see you again soon. You've been listening to There is a Season on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Have a blessed week.